Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Dr. Matt and Dr. Mike's A to Z of the Human Body. We are on the letter A and today's term is acetabular labrum. What the hell is this? Well, the next episode will be the acetabulum. Right. So it will make more sense then. Yeah. However, the acetabulum is essentially the hip socket. So this is where the head of the femur fits into the hip. Okay. Now the labrum is a bit of connective tissue. It's the lip. The lip, yeah. It, this is also known as the glenoid labrum. Yeah. Or the cotyloid ligament. Oh. Now, cotyloid is not really a term used anymore. I've never heard it before. Yeah, not if I actually. I Google it. But cotyloid means a cup shape. Okay. Makes sense. But some animals, some mammals still have a cotyloid bone, which is kind of like, I guess in some animals, I think the one I came across was a rabbit. They have a bone that kind of projects the acetabulum out further. To make it a deeper pocket? Not so much a deeper, it just sticks further out of the bone. Oh. Does that make sense? So it kind of projects out a bit further. Yeah. Not to make it deeper, just to push it out from the rest of the hip. So you've got the acetabulum, which is the little fossa, the little divot that the head of the femur pops into. Yeah. And then you've got the labrum, which is sort of like a little curtain of connective tissue that sort of hangs over it. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. And it's it's a, but it's a ligament, you said. Well, it's, it's actually a fibre cartilage. Okay. And it holds... The so it's a, a C-shaped fibre cartilage. That connects the acetabulum to the femur? Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's just kind of like um, maybe you could say it's somewhat equivalent to the meniscus okay. in the knee. Yeah. It's just that kind of same tissue yeah. that it has a number of functions, which I'll get to. But the best, probably the most accurate definition would be it's fibro cartilage, a fibro cartilage rim which goes over the whole circumference of the acetabulum which will increase the stability of the joint um, whilst helping the head of the, the femur stay in the socket. Right. Okay. So it's C-shaped. In terms of how it's um, – some of its appearance, two to three mils in thickness. It's thicker posteriorly 
and wider, thinner anteriorly. What's the posterior and anterior aspect of a labrum? <laughs> Towards the backside. So behind the – so it's a C-shaped, so I don't know how you describe it. The, the end part of the C yeah. is the posterior and the front, so the closest to you, would be the anterior. So that's a wider part of the C, mm. but it's thinner, whilst the back is thinner but thicker. So the, back, the back would be the attachment to the acetabulum. It's all attached to the acetabulum because oh. it's a big cup. So gotcha. we have the cup, but yep. it's just like a C-shaped bit of cartilage that fits into it. Okay. And that just kind of helps with a number of things. I'll go through the function now. So when I spoke about joint stability, what it will do is it will deepen the acetabulum by about 20% and it will also increase the surface area for the articulation of the, the head of the femur in the joint by about 30%. So – and I'm sorry for harping back on this. So is it like – I'm just trying to get a good sort of picture for people listening. Is it like you've got a bowl and then you've taken a, a, some tissue paper and you've shoved it into the bowl so that it covers the entire inner surface of the bowl but also in, but also flows over the edge yeah, of the yeah, bowl? Yeah, yeah, that's, pre- that's pretty good. Yeah, and yeah, so that, now – hence why it deepens the yes, bowl, right? Yes. So, so you've got this floppy stuff that obviously can't hold anything in per se – makes it a deeper – okay, so when you said the posterior part, you're saying the stuff that's articulating in with the bowl, yep. that's inside the yeah. bowl itself, that's in the acetabulum, yep. that's thicker. Yeah, at the posterior, yep. Yeah, and then yep. as and then the floppy stuff that comes over the top o- around the edges, that's going to be thinner and that's the stuff that attaches into the femur itself. No, it's so the bowl, it's – oh, yeah, I can see what you mean. No, it's just kind of like if the bowl is the cup, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. if you arranged it in the anatomical position, you, you're going to have an anterior part of the bowl gotcha. and a posterior part of the bowl. Gotcha. The anterior part of the bowl where the, the, the tissue paper is or the labrum is thinner yep. but wider and the posterior part of the bowl, which has got the labrum as well, it's going to be thicker and that would just be probably the way that the femur pushes into the – I think that's what I said. I think that's – I think that's – but, but it does overflow the bowl, like you said, so there's going to be additional depth. But the only part, because as I said, it's a C, you do have that missing sp- that space there. Yep. And that's where you've got another ligament called the transverse ligament. Right. That just kind of adds more support yeah. to the femur. But that's femur. important because there is another ligament for the head of the, the femur there as well, which right. I don't want to go into another no, area. No, no, let's stick to labrum. So as I said, its function is joint stability. It also acts as a shock absorber. It provides lubricant. And the other thing it does is it provides a negative pressure seal for the whole joint itself. And so what the advantage of that would be is it kind of produces a suction effect and that allows the pressure within the joint to be dispersed equally through the whole joint itself. And also makes it less likely to pop out. Yeah. And so this now goes to the clinical part of why we need to know about the acetabulum sorry, the acetabular labrum, is the most common injury that is associated with it are tears. Yes, labral tears. And so these more common in females than males generally will present with groin pain but also hip pain, that would make sense. And there's a number of reasons for why you may get a labral tear. The most common would be direct mechanical injury but you can also get it with things like if it's additionally lax, so the laxity of it. So it's already – A little bit loose moving too much certain degenerative disorders or impingement syndromes can also impact it but that goes into a whole new area of complexity with physios and orthopedics so which we are not that's right so 
that's really an overview of the <laughs> acetabular labrum. Beautiful. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas... You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. 